Hello and welcome to the Your Time to Grow podcast. If you don't know me, I'm a certified personal and career coach who helps you minimise your doubts and maximise your potential. And in this podcast, I share my coaching tips, my tricks, uh, my knowledge, my experience. And it's wonderful to have you here. Hello, it's Charlie and welcome to episode 131 of the Your Time to Go podcast. I am doing things a little bit different this year. So if you're a regular listener, uh, you may find that I'm a little more rambly. I did a few of these last year, but I really liked kind of just coming on and less planning on my part. Um... And really kind of saying, ah, this topic has come up in my world uh, in for my clients, for my friends, for me, maybe, for a family member. And I want to share my thoughts on it and maybe some um, like exercises or tips or hacks or whatever you want to call them. Some insights, maybe, into uh, into how like we cope with it from the perspective of you know being helpful and just like sharing some information and so the thing that's come up this week I've spoken to four people and although it's been slightly different and nuanced for each person the ultimate topic has been I'm I've got a massive to-do list I want to do it. I, I'm ready to take action. But I can't seem to free up the time or I'm procrastinating or I'm getting distracted. And I just don't quite know what to do about it. I feel really unfocused. And so I've had a lot of conversations about... Um, well, what does, you know, what does focus look like for you specifically? What does it mean to you? What, you know, what does productivity mean? Um, but I think that there's a, there's a, an underlying cause of this. And as I say, I'm kind of thinking a, a little aloud and you know, do let me know if it resonates or if you if you think I'm way off the mark. But I get this sense from talking to people that after, well, actually, I can give you a personal example. So this time last year, I was feeling pretty focused. I was I was glad because the kids had gone back to school and there'd been a part of me last Christmas. So not Christmas has been, but oh my gosh, Christmas like 2021 going into 22 there was a part of me that thought oh my gosh they're not they're not going to go back we're going to go into another lockdown and we had some restrictions but they did go back to school I feel like this is right I feel like it was only a year ago it feels like a long time has passed since then and so I was relieved that they'd gone back and I was like right I'm ready to get back into work and I want to do all these things and I did really well until about April. And then this numbness came over me. And 
although I, you know, off on the face of it, I ticked off the things on my to-do list. Like I looked after the kids, uh, you know, with my mummy hat on. I coached the clients I needed to coach with my client hat on. I, you know, ostensibly did some self-care. I went running, I, I went walking, I got outside and I felt better for doing it. But inside I was just kind of like this zombie, just kind of going along and feeling really frustrated with myself that I wasn't further along or able to focus or I just was like, I'm just, uh, what do you call it, like going through the motions. And so I kind of said to myself, well, I'm going to take August off. And then I did that and actually that really helped. I got to really focus on the kids and it was all very enjoyable well, I mean, obviously not every moment because children, uh, but, but loads of it was really enjoyable. And we got to September and I was like, actually, we're doing this. They're going back to school and this is going to be OK. Like all restrictions had been lifted for a while and I felt this huge kind of motivation to get stuff done. And I and I I have like I can't speak for everybody, but I found it really motivating. And and, you know, a few people I spoke to found it the same. And then you know, we get to Christmas and we're all counting down to Christmas and we're feeling a bit burnt out, but Christmas is coming and it's all going to be okay and we're going to get through it. And then in January, uh, we came back and, and I'm advocating for not setting New Year's resolutions. I've I've advocated that for about um, five or six years now. Uh, but in not doing that, it can leave us kind of floundering about what to do. So that's one thing that's happening. But I also think that we're coming into processing the effect on our mental health post-COVID. Like, I might be way off, but that's what I'm feeling. Like, that that um, paralysis, for want of a better phrase, that I felt between April and September it's certainly April and like halfway through August, I look back on that and go, I was completely burnt out and I needed that rest. And I think last year and a little bit of 2021, we were all trying to catch up from the effects of COVID and we're planning things in and we're like, yes, let's get together and yes, let's do that. We haven't been able to do this and and it was busy, busy, busy. And I feel like there's this slowing down in 2023, which I am really grateful for and 100% ready to embrace. But it feels at odds with what we're used to. And so in addition to a, a, a sense for some people of floundering around, there's also a the weight of expectation. Oh, I should be doing this. I should be further along. Gosh, January feels like it's taking forever. I, on the other hand, feel like January, uh, we've crammed a lot in and I'm like, okay, I'm I'm ready for a holiday now. Um, You know, in the UK, I know not all my listeners are in the UK, but I think that, that um for around the globe, like we're tightening our belts. There's the prices are going up and we're either hunkering down and someone in our business group this morning described it as hibernation 
And I was like, yeah, I really, I really feel that. And yet we're trying to force ourselves out of hibernation maybe too early for some of us. Uh, I personally don't feel like that. I, I feel like spring is sprung and I'm like, yeah, come on, let's get this done. But I am also conscious that myself, I'm trying to be really busy and productive, which is great, but I'm noticing already that I'm I'm forgetting to rest. Um, and also, I think for me personally, there's an element of I want to be doing that thing over there, that new and exciting thing that is filling my cup. So I'm learning. I'm I've I've joined a a school um, and a coaching school, and there is so much information, and I'm absolutely loving learning it and having epiphanies almost like daily. But then I'm like, oh, that's it's almost leading me down a rabbit warren, and I'm like, oh, right, that's the next thing I want to learn and. And that's the thing I want to be doing, but I've also got to do all the other kind of admin in my life, uh, business and personal, um, because that has to happen <laughs> for life to tick along. And I'm like, oh, I don't want to be doing that. So for me today, I've only been feeling this today as I record this, um, I feel like my focus is... Uh, not completely gone but it's waning and that's partly because as I say I've been too too busy through my own um scheduling uh but I've also I, I want to be doing something else I want to be doing the thing that I really want to be doing and not all the boring stuff that I don't want to have to do um but other people are feeling like they've got too many tabs open and so I mean I'm nine minutes into this podcast so I'm really sorry for rambling uh, but what I shared with somebody yesterday was the Eisenhower matrix so I've shared it a lot before in podcasts in my blog posts but it's a really valuable tool and if you don't know what it is go and have a look uh, if you just google it um, or whatever browser you use if you search on the internet for Eisenhower Matrix, essentially, if I could just get you to imagine for a second. So imagine one big rectangle, you split it equally into four. Your top box are things that are important and urgent. So they are, um, they feel like everything, like everything can feel important and urgent. But in truth, actually, we're talking, um, you know, the fire alarm going off or, uh, you know, a crying baby or things that you have to actually deal with. And they are things that we do deal with. So if, you know, I was saying to somebody the other day that no matter how busy I am, if the school ring and say, your child has just vomited everywhere and we need you to come and get them, I stop whatever I'm doing, even if that's a client call. And I will say to the client, I'm really sorry, I have to I have to take this call, it's the school. They don't ring unless it's essentially an emergency. That's not always true. Sometimes they're like, your child has bumped their head, they're fine, um, but we have to let you know, in which case it's cool. But I will usually take that call. But but I will talk to the client when they sign up, and, and a lot of my clients are mums anyway, so it, you know we're all in the same boat to a certain extent, uh, have that conversation. So anyway, things that are important and urgent go in that top 
box and they're things that we deal with um, and, and they and we they're truly urgent we have to do it like now uh, in the next box over so if you imagine in your mind the four squares or rectangles the top right these are things that are important but they're not urgent so these are things like exercises holidays planning they're things that you can schedule a time to do it and so we do we put them in our in our schedule, in our calendars, and we go, right, I'm going to do it at this point. But these are the things that we will often drop or move because although we feel they're important, they're not urgent. And our brain gets caught up with, well, the most important things to be doing are the urgent things. And in our mind, everything moves into urgent. It's really important that I get this done and I've got to prioritise that. And Oh, my gosh, I've got to get to the, you know, the kids, the dentist today. Um, and so we're living in this important and urgent land. And we we in our mind, we say, oh, that, that, that holiday, like it's coming, it's coming. Or I'll book it like, oh, you know, I'll rest next weekend. It's, I'm, I'm going to put it in. It's fine. I've got it. I'm going to do it. And then in the bottom two squares or rectangles, uh, we have urgent but not important. So these are um, like distractions, some calls, death by meeting, that kind of thing. And these are things we can delegate. Uh, we often don't. And we kind of go, well, I can't possibly give that to so-and-so. By the time I've explained it, I might as well have done it myself. That's a favourite of mine. Um, or we uh, we just kind of like think that we're the only one that can do it. And so we, al we also spend quite a lot of time in this. Again, it's urgent, but it's not important. It, it, could, it could absolutely wait or it could go to somebody else. And... In that final box that, that is not urgent and not important are like things we do to waste time or trivia or like work that we feel is productive. But actually it's busy. It's what keeps us busy um, and actually avoiding facing whatever it is we need to face. So for me, doom scrolling falls really well into this category or kind of watching really numbing TV that I'm not really watching. I'm literally watching it because it's on. And so what I have been thinking about and talking about with clients is that maybe part of this feeling of feeling unfocused is actually because we are in this bottom right hand corner box, which we could delete or eliminate, um, stop doing. But we find ourselves there because we're overwhelmed. Because actually, like I was between April and September, we're paralysed. And we can't make the decision. And we can't choose what to do because everything feels urgent. It, whether it's important or not, it feels urgent. It feels like it needed to be done yesterday. And my partner came in yesterday um, and he said, oh, you know, my mum and dad are coming. Uh, can we book that table? And I was like, what now? I didn't even know your mum and dad were coming. 
whether or not he told me or not, I hadn't, yeah, the, the information had not gone into my brain. But he came in as I was practicing a talk. And I was a bit like, I, whatever it is, I can't do it right now. So either like go and do it or uh, ask me again later. Um, but in my mind, I added it to my to-do list and I was like, oh, right, OK, I've got to do that. I've got to do that. And and I was thinking, oh, I'll stop doing what I'm doing and I'll go and do that. And we do this a lot. Uh, you know, somebody adds something else to our mental to-do list and whether it's to get it off our plate or to please somebody else and make them happy or because they've come in and shouted at us and now we feel we have to, like, we'll take on that task. And so I feel a little bit like lack of focus is the symptom, but we need to understand what the cause is. Are we feeling overwhelmed? Are we feeling burnt out? Are we living in that land of, oh, I'm going to you know, consciously or not, I'm going to be in this bottom, not urgent, not important box because I just am paralysed by indecision. And this isn't a judgment on ourselves. Like when I noticed myself this morning, putting off the tasks I needed to do, putting off recording this podcast, which I love doing incidentally, but I was a bit like, oh, I don't know what I'm going to talk about. And I don't, you know, am I going to go and research it? Like, what am I going to just do it off the hoof? And I've kind of done a bit of both, if I'm honest with you. Um, but I found myself doom scrolling and I was able to treat myself compassionately and go, hey, Charlie, you have been watching Instagram Reels for half an hour and you're now watching something that is not relevant or even that interesting to you you're literally watching it because you can't take your eyes off it what what are you avoiding what are you resisting and I was like well I don't I don't want to do the things I've got to do I want to do this nice shiny thing over there and it's like well you got to do it like let's seize the frog as my client would say let's swallow the frog um and just get it done And as I was researching this, a couple of things came up around focus. Um, And so sometimes it's just that we uh, we're multitasking. So we're losing focus because our brains can't switch from one task to the other. And actually, we um, if we take the tabs as an example, like our brain has to toggle between tabs. Uh, uh, the tasks uh, and that actually can waste up to 40% of your productive time just going between tasks um, and we can you know we can we can learn to do better we can you know choose to stop multitasking and we can like use things like the Pomodoro technique so um, we focus our attention for 25 minutes and we to the best of our ability give uh, the task in hand are undivided attention and I, I have seen people calling this monk mode as well not sure how I feel about that phrase but ultimately you know committing to yourself that you will focus on x task for x period of time um, but we also get distracted and that undermines our ability to focus so setting uh, boundaries saying no to things that drain your energy um, saying no to you know checking social media all the time so putting an app in place or 
uh, some kind of reminder that like, so I have a, a digital wellness app so I can set a timer for Instagram and say, right, no more than 25 minutes. And then it goes grey and I can't access it. Now I can always override it, but that has to then be a conscious choice to do so. Um, and I think I've talked about this before. But for me, the, the thing I feel is going on for, for myself and for other people is that we're working too much. Um, and when we've got a lot on, we're like, oh, I'll I'll get it done now. I'll, I'll do extra work today and then I'll relax at the weekend. Uh, but actually working longer hours is, is counterproductive. And um, our 40 hour week is not optimal for our productivity. And I learned today every day to school day, that most people are only able to sustain their focus for between one and four hours of intense work per day. And so working with your natural energy cycles, which I've talked about in another um, podcast and a blog post, uh, basically thinking about when you work best. So I personally work best in the morning Um and as I record this, we're kind of getting into early afternoon and I know that this isn't my best time for working. Like actually between kind of five and eight a.m. is where I, I get my, my most of my work done. Um, and uh, and I, you know, I will go to bed. Uh, but the other thing that comes up um, around natural energy cycles, just thinking it out loud, is that I personally got five hours sleep last night. My kids, like all three of them, were up at various points in the night going, mummy, and I'd be like stumbling from one room to the next, kind of settling them back to sleep. But that meant that my sleep suffered. So so for me today, talking this out loud in the 20 minutes I've been chatting um, with you, thank you for listening, uh, it's helped me see that probably my lack of focus today is because I'm tired. <laughs> Because actually, I just, I'm genuinely, I'm tired. And so uh, stress, um, tiredness, uh, you know, lack of water, like that plays a huge part in our, dehydration plays a huge part in our focus, ability to focus. Um, When we last ate, like all of that. So there can be a physical underlying reason. There can be that we are trying to work when um, it's not our best most effective time to work and also we're doing too much work and we're kind of overwhelmed and then in addition there's the um you know that we just can't uh focus because we're multitasking and we are um not holding ourselves not holding our boundaries and we're saying yes to things that actually drain us so i think that's probably enough for now if you've managed to focus for 20 odd minutes that I've been talking and kind of follow my rambling thoughts Uh, I appreciate it I acknowledge your perseverance Um, and if you are feeling like you can't focus right now honestly I think the best advice is the advice that I give my nine-year-old daughter which is have you eaten have you slept like do you need to go and rest and quite often the answer to all those things are uh no uh I didn't sleep very well and yes I need to go and lie down and it almost like reboots us and it resets us and focus comes and goes it's like the weather it's like the clouds 
you know, underneath it is that innate ability to do what we need to do. But sometimes the clouds are there and it just feels a bit stormy, but but it'll go and tomorrow's a new day. So um, if you're listening to this and you're finding it hard to focus, just, yeah, turn me off, go and take a walk outside, take a screen break, um, go and eat something, have something to drink, have a little nap if you can and aim to be in that top right hand box of saying okay what's important but not urgent I'm going to focus my time on doing that thing because it makes my heart sing rather than um, all these other things that are vying for my attention because although they're urgent they're not important after all let me know um, your thoughts on this and I will see you back here next week just want to thank you so much for listening I do really appreciate every listener and all the support that you give and the feedback that I get from you and if you found value in what I've said or if it's triggered a response in you and you want to know more you want to seek help but you don't quite know who to go to then please get in touch over at yourtimetogrow.com you'll find a let's connect let's talk button and you can get in touch with me directly or there are lots of resources on the website and on my free career management system that you can access instantly. So do remember that I'm here to support you in any way that I can, and you're not alone. Take care.